0: We're going to um go over a few keystrokes here, maybe. Um, John, why don't you give us a little, you know, how you used to throw in a little what you call side note. Like, for instance, you told us that little trick that isn't listed in voiceover documentation anywhere, that voiceover and the letter X has you switch between activities, right? Yes. So is there yeah. any more of those little, you know, quick snippets you could give us?
1: Um. Well... The control option shift or caps lock shift C will copy the last spoken text to the clipboard. So it's a great little trick to use if you're trying to grab a a passcode or, you know, like for the Zoom meeting, for example, (laughs) (laughs) it stands out because it's how I use it. You know, so I just do the control option shift C and that will copy the last spoken phrase from voiceover, which was the passcode for this. And then just pasted it into the appropriate field and, you know, hit enter and connected. So it's a great thing to use if you need to grab a link that you want to send to somebody for a website. Or, you know, if you're just um, cutting and pasting notes, like one of the things I do for this, we were just, Cliff and I were talking about the Apple device management stuff is I will use VO Shift C to copy parts of the text and then paste it into notes so that when I teach a client, you know, I have bits and pieces of the text that I can, you know, refer to. So it's a really nice little slick command. Um, A non-voiceover command that people forget is command Z, which is the equivalent of alt Z in windows where you undo your last action. And that could save your bacon. If you've accidentally deleted a file that you didn't intend to, or maybe you deleted text from a document that you didn't you know, mean to do, or you pasted text in the wrong place in a document, Command Z will undo it. And it does, as you keep doing it, it will undo the last action, the last action, et cetera. And by the way, it also takes advantage of the um, the new thing in Ventura where you can unsend an email if you didn't mean to send it. And I think it works in text messages, too. If you accidentally sent a text message, you you know, it was wrong to the wrong person. And you realize that the last second, oops, that wasn't intended for that person. I, I think that will work as well to undo that action. So those are ones that, that definitely come to mind as, you know,
0: as far as ones that I use on a regular basis. Right. And also voiceover keys, which is command. I always say command, control, option, and the letter Z will speak the last spoken phrase. Yes. Um, O keys and letter S will read the current sentence. Of course, voiceover keys and the letter D will take you to the dock. And you can figure out, or not figure out, but you can get all the little tidbit shortcuts if you just, if you just turn on keyboard help and hit key combinations. VoiceOver will give you some lot, a lot of, a lot of great tips and tricks. Um,
1: Yeah, if you just go through the alphabet, you know, that's the first thing I try to teach clients to do is just, you know, to practice with keyboard help, just do via control option A, control option B, control option C, you know, and then just do different combinations of that. And, you know, it's a safe place to try the keyboard combinations without
0: actually doing, you know, anything to the computer itself. Also, um, I got an email from somebody asking for us to do a demonstration on mail i don't have to because it's already on john's podcast show so if you search for mac for the blind and go in there look at the titles one of them are entitled mail there's another one entitled safari And so, you know, we're not going to reinvent the wheel here. It's already been taught. It's already been demonstrated. It's already posted. Yeah, I break
1: down everything, you know, from the mail view and and going through your inbox to how to use the mailbox table, you know, the keyboard commands to reply, reply to all, send. And I think we even talk about mail preferences and signatures as well. So I try to cover, you know, the major
0: aspects of Apple Mail that people, you know, tend to want to use. Um, Messages is pretty much the same way. If you can use Mail, you can use Messages because you interact and start a new message and you can actually reply within a message thread with Command-R if you're in Messages. So, again, those are things that are already posted. Again, just search for Mac for the Blind on YouTube or any podcast app that you use because they're on both. One that I don't think we've gone over yet. We've talked about it, but we haven't showed it. But if I push the whole bottom row on the left, which is, um... Control, Option, and Command, and the space bar it takes me to, it says the Actions menu. And that will definitely open up Actions where no matter where you are. But the one I actually did want to show is co- um, voiceover keys and the letter in the Shift key, which is Option, Control, and Shift. And it takes me where? It takes me to the Control Center. So the bottom line is, on your Mac, you okay. have the same option that you have on your iOS device phone and iPad if you do voiceover keys and shift and the letter O that will take you to your control center and in that control center you can toggle Bluetooth um, sound uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff in here yeah, Wi-Fi do focus do not disturb right. Wi-Fi. And, I, yeah. screen yep. Yeah. Yep. and I will yep. um, warn you and <laughs> John's gonna laugh when I say this but w- I will warn you when you get to Wi-Fi do not, and I repeat, do not, if you're using a Bluetooth keyboard or headset, VO spacebar on it, because it's going to turn it off and you will be without speech, without a headset, without a keyboard. What you want to do is add the command key so you can view options and then go into it and toggle the ones on and off that you don't want, because if you VO spacebar and you're using a Bluetooth keyboard, you're going to have to go find a wired one to reactivate it. Um, in the control center, Correct me if I'm wrong, John, but everything is there by default. There's just certain things that you can put in your menu, your uh, yes. extras menu.
1: Yeah, you can and you can you can use the system settings under control center, I think, to add things as well, if I'm not right. mistaken. Just yes, like you can, you can do with right. iOS. Right. Right. Okay.
2: And and some of you that are some of you that are veterans uh, of the Mac, you remember the uh the menu extras, which you could do with the V O M M. And, and that still exists. And as Cliff and John just stated, you can customize that, like you can show your volume controls in the status menus, which is what they, they call them. And you can show, you know, battery percentage and these different things. But the control center is newer and it, you know, it really is designed very similar to iOS and iPadOS control center and has all of those features and then some um, listed in there. And, and just to reiterate what Cliff said, because it's very much the same. To put it in perspective, again, it's like iOS. Think about iOS Control Center. If you come across an icon like Wi-Fi, if you double tap it, it turns off Wi-Fi. If you double tap it again, it turns on Wi-Fi. And if you want to get the additional options, you have to long press it in order to get those additional options. Or I suppose you could use the rotor as well. But really, you know, the long press and on is the, the Mac, the long way press will be equivalent
0: equivalent to that do to, command
2: space bar that we've right, talked about that he just right. stated yep exactly exactly so there's a lot of a lot of similarities there
0: matt why don't you talk a little bit about the um correction of spelling how to get to your choices and choose the one you want as well as that okay. um uh new feature that they've implemented. I forgot what it's called already
2: Right. Okay. All right. So there's several things here. So there there are a few different ways to deal with spelling, first of all. And if you are coming from iOS and iPadOS and trying to use all of them together, you do have a misspelled words, rotor item. And you also have uh, VO Command E, I believe, just like on the iPad and iPhone, and VO Command Shift E, which will take you to the next or previous misspelling. Now, the most common thing, if you haven't changed your default settings, the most common thing is that it's going to autocorrect and it's going to check spelling as you type. So that's going to mean that for the most part, and of course there are exceptions, but for the most part, if you type something and you have a typo, it's automatically going to be corrected and you'll hear a little bubble sound and it will just make the correction. And that's if
0: you left it because I'm lazy. I'm not the greatest spell in the world. I probably haven't used Braille consistently since the 90s. That really makes me sound old. But anyway, (laughs) and I let it autocorrect. But if you go into your settings, and this is in your system settings, not... I mean, because you can change it individually on the fly. Like, you can go into Mail and go into Preferences there and say, okay, I like to use... A misspelled word when I talk or I email a certain person, so I'm going to turn off auto correct off in here. But it'll still be active in text edit pages and messages. But if you go into your system settings, From th- um, through the dock or the applications folder with utilities, whichever way you choose to do it, and go into keyboard, there is a spelling option in there, and that's going to default across the board unless you change it by app. I, but but again, you right. can change it individually. Or you can just leave it like it is. But what Matt's talking about is by default, it's going to automatically change your spelling. But if you have changed it in text edit, don't expect it to be that same way in pages. Because it has to be done by app unless you do it in the universal or default area,
2: which is system settings. Correct. Now, if you are using these autocorrect and quick type features and so forth, just like with iOS if you get a list of suggestions or even an autofill suggestion, it's the same kind of thing. And, uh, you know, or you delete the punctuation after it and it bubbles and it pops up a list of suggestions. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, either Cliff or John, it's it, you press the down arrow to open that list of suggestions, correct? And then that will bring up. And and then you can just you can just enter return or VO space on whichever one you want. Usually left left and right arrows will
1: go through the suggestions and then you can, you know, you can hit enter to accept one or escape or you should be able to do a VOW to, to have it repeated if you missed,
2: you know, what it said. Okay, All right. That's a good tip also. So, again, down arrow to open the suggestions list, left and right arrow to move through the suggestions return or enter to actually suge- to take the suggestion, escape to ignore it, and VOW should work to repeat it. Now, again, this also works with your autofill. And the big thing here, you know, we've, we always talk about this in our iOS class and we'll, we'll say it here again, leave your hints enabled. If you do not like them because you think they get in the way, you have two choices. You can You can extend the time that it, it you know, under voiceover uh settings, you can extend the time so that you don't have to hear them before you do the next thing, or you can just move on. Like you can interrupt a hint with your next command. Like I don't know why anybody is bothered by the hints, because if I don't want to hear a hint, I just press another key. You know, I just do what I was, about it is to say, I was gonna do.
0: The first option is what I do. I, I extended it to like I think it's ten seconds. So voiceover knows if right. I don't continue typing or I sit there, it knows to tell me the hint, but I don't want them off because right. Apple it's they, they
2: sneak new stuff in all the time. So you don't want to miss anything.
0: Absolutely.
2: (laughs) Right. And that auto, that auto correct. It will tell you like it voiceover will say, press the down arrow to open the list of suggestions or so Like that's actually how I learned that, how you do it because I didn't read about it. I I just listened to it. So you, you know, you can, you make sure you do that. Now, for those of you who are coming from that other platform, uh, (laughs) uh, and, and i'm talking about microsoft if you are coming from that and you're you're still living in the age where you like an actual spell check dialog where you can go through a list of spellings and pick the correct one and hit replace or whatever i believe that you can still activate that with um command colon is that the right command yes. john cliff yep. it is yep. and me and and, so me you
0: we had a discussion about this last week is command shift I'm, what is the colon when it's not a shift is it a it, semicolon? semicolon 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 yeah. so yeah so semi-col- right, semicolon
1: right. or command colon with, right you know, exactly the proper way of saying right. it
0: right or you right. could actually and do so, what you what you've suggested matt in the past and it's the long way but you can do it and you can go in the file menu or the edit menu arrow all the way down and then hit you know spell check or whatever and it'll do it that way also
2: yes yes there the one with the ellipsis i think is the one that brings up the dialogue um and so that is the you know, the old sort of legacy way of doing it, but it's still available. And then there's a brand new voiceover feature that has been added, and it is called Text Checker. So this and is the only voiceover? Is, is pre- that what you're saying?
0: So decided yes. people can't
2: use this well, option? No, this is, this to my knowledge, that is correct. Now, I because it's listed under the, um, you, you have to have keyboard commander turned on. Right. So I believe it, it's, I believe those are, voiceover right because yes. Yes. i was
0: about to ask you john is commanders only available if you're a voiceover user yes. so sighted people cannot use yes you know option t okay well i mean of course because voiceover has to be on for that so that, i guess that was a stupid question right. but so, i mean so i just want to be... be clear
2: <laughs> well yeah no that's a good point right so yeah your sighted family friends or what or if you're not using voiceover this is not going to work this is a voiceover feature it's called text <laughs> checker and again, the first step in making sure that you use it, that you can use it, is to have your keyboard commanders enabled. You have to have them enabled, and as long as you haven't changed this, you can use the right option. It has to be the right option key, not the left option key. The and remember, right option. Not to interrupt in-
0: you, Matt, but I just want to make sure that they remember it, or if they didn't listen to previous uh, uh, sessions, remember you can enable, you can toggle keyboard commander on and off with V O, shift and the letter k it's a toggle so vo shift k will turn it on and vo shift k will turn it back off whichever one is on it'll it'll it's like i said it's a toggle so pushing it again will do the exact opposite exactly
2: and so uh when you have keyboard commander on and you're in let's say a pages document or your notes app or you know a mail uh message that you're composing you press right option with the letter d as in delta right option d and it brings up the text checker and you just navigate through the text checker with vo left and right arrow vo up and down arrow and basically what you get is there are three columns with vo left and right you'll move through these one is misspellings one is extra spaces between words and cliff or john help me out because i don't have my mac in front of me what's the third one is it um incorrect case like you didn't capitalize yes yeah, yeah like, right me- capitalization like, yep right so these are common things that a sighted person would look for they'd look for the red underlined misspelled words they'd look for extra and i guess you know your point
0: this being just a voiceover feature doesn't john the when when a a word is misspelled based on the fact that a sighted user can just scan the document all over it's got miscorrections in in red or a a certain color yeah okay
2: that's right that's right which of course voiceover announces that too if you have that enabled but you know, this is a quick way of jumping to them. So again, write option D from within any document. And what you'll do then is you'll left it, VO left and right to move through the choices of either I want to look for misspelled words, I want to look for extra space, or I want to look for case problems. And then when I find that one, I VO up and down arrow, right? To find the, each incident of the misspelling. When I get to one that I want to work with, it's not going to automatically offer me correction options within that particular text checker. But if I vo space on it, it will actually move my voiceover cursor and my insertion point to that incident of the document. I believe it closes the text checker and puts you on that place in the document where you can now use standard options to correct that if you want to delete the extra space, if you want to use your suggestion. And by the way, isn't it also true? Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I remember doing this on the Mac. Isn't it also true if you find a misspelled word, you can V-O shift M on that misspelled word and and get a list of suggestions that way.
1: Yep, as long as 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 the word is highlighted,
2: yeah. Yep, so that's another, you know, if you're using the text checker, for example, and you jump to a word that it thinks is misspelled, then all you really need to do make sure the word is is highlighted. Vo shift m. You'll get your list of suggestions. Just vo up and down arrow through them. Vo space to select one. So
0: so to be clear, this is not a spell check. I mean, it, this is not a spell checker where you would do the command shift colon, find the word you want, and then hit enter or vo space bar. This is just designed to show you what's misspelled so you can make the correction if you want to.
2: Right, right. Is that is it's, that it's is that the understanding over- here?
0: I just want to make sure everybody understand exactly what we're talking about here.
2: Yeah. And I I, I really think it's cool. I I actually, I really hope they bring that to iOS because it would be neat to, you know, to be able, I mean, it's just a cool feature. I like the idea that you can go through an entire document. I mean, you know, we might add an extra space without thinking about it or, you know, you get fumble fingered and you have three letters capitalized instead of just one or something, you know. So this is useful uh, for things that a a sighted person, you know, it might catch their eye but it's not necessarily going to be reflected by voiceover. I mean, misspelled words will, um, but that's another thing too. You want to make sure – now where's that setting, guys? It's, it's under accessibility. It's, un, it's in the voiceover utility. Let's just start there. It's in the voiceover utility. What are we looking for? And the setting that, that tells voiceover to say when a word is misspelled, is that under – um, Yes, robust. it's under voice. You yeah, know, I was about so verbosity, verbosity and then and te- text. And yeah. Verbosity text. and then text, right? Text, yep. Right. Yep, and so that's where you're going to make sure that's turned on so that as you're reading a document, it will say misspelled words or something like that. I was that, just about to know. mention
0: that. Last week, I, I, I went through, me and John touched on a few of these settings in voiceover utilities, and one of the options is to speak it or to play a sound or do nothing. I recommended to have to speak it because, number one, John – that sounds not very loud right it's kind of subtle <laughs> right so it's, it's so like almost right, right so right. i recommend having to speak it because even if you miss it voiceover if you go back to that word it's going to do it again correct
2: correct so that's uh i think that's all i really have to say about the the text checker i mean it's pretty simple but you know Just an added little bonus, you know, feature that I think is a a real nice thing.
0: And for people that don't know or haven't subscribed to the podcast show yet, there is a demonstration on pages already up there that me and Matt did last year. It's still relevant. Nothing has changed from what we talked about. We're not teaching you how to write a book We're not teaching you how to write a script for Paramount Pictures We're just teaching you how to edit some text enter it Format it a little bit maybe do some margins and show you how to do the print layout And that's about it if you want further stuff than that then you know how to reach us for some page training
1: Can you kind of explain drag and drop for me again
2: why you might want to use it?
0: That's an interesting well- one <laughs> Because yeah, I mean there's really no instance I guess where I use it on a daily basis I might use it once a month and Matt last week when we talked or two weeks ago When we talked about it and you demonstrated, you know the old the the the, the mouse down and mouse up command I went and tested John the old way of doing it back all the way to lion where you do the old comma and the old period to drop
2: (laughs) And it actually worked (laughs) <laughs> did they actually
0: fix it? Because I, mean, I get it actually
2: worked. <laughs> that one I I never really got that one to work. Yeah, neither well, did so I. I, I always with stay. I do
1: it the way Matt was talking about. One. Yeah,
2: but but Jenny, I think the thing is there are there aren't many, but occasionally mm-hmm. there are situations where it's the only way to do something. So the example mm-hmm. where I demonstrated last week or two weeks ago. Was dragging a song onto a GarageBand track in part of a GarageBand project. That is literally the only way to do that is to do the drag and drop. And the same thing with uh, what is it? Rearranging mailboxes in in a list. Cliff, is that the other one?
0: It used to be necessary to do it that way, but now you can just V O Shift M and move them up and down. Okay. Yeah, their list. What yeah, about
2: an what about way, yeah. um? What about ringtone creation and yes, dragging that, it
0: onto – Well, not creation, but, but dragging them into the finder to put on your device if you don't have Walter Pro, Th- which I, again, as y'all know by now, I'm lazy, so I find the map to do stuff. But, yeah, you would want to drag and drop a ringtone into the finder in your, your your device's area of where the ringtone is, and that's another instance where you would use, need to use drag and drop. Right.
2: So, Jenny, I think oh. on an, on an everyday basis, it's probably not essential, but you might run into something where it's the only way to do it. And I also saw a post on the
0: list yesterday, or maybe it was earlier today, that somebody said they were filling out a form for a job application and it wanted them to rearrange certain items into a different list. And that's an instance, I guess, where you would need to drag and drop also if it's a form or something. If it will work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. While while we have you
0: while we have you unmuted because we didn't get to cover Uh it and I don't know if I'm going to be able to catch up with you because of both our work schedules, right? (laughs) But why don't you tell us a little bit about the Braille display? Have you used it with your Mac? And have you only uh, which one do you use with your Mac, if any? I use the Focus 40 Mm -hmm. with my Mac. Now, when you had the Mantis, did you use that with the with the Mac at all? Yes. Which one do you prefer?
1: I prefer the forty over the mantis because the keyboard commands are so different.
0: Okay, but We're they are. Could. But you just go into system pref or system settings, pair, it, and you're done. Right? There's no extra hoops you got to jump through to pair it.
2: You have to do it through the voiceover utility. Yeah, you do
0: it through the
1: voiceover utility on the braille display. Oh, do you? On okay. Well, display. I've never done it on the. Yes. the when yeah.
0: I when I use my mantis with it, I was lazy and I just plugged it directly in the USB. And yeah. Means oh that's yeah, you can do that too.
2: Ultimately,
1: the
0: easiest way, of course, the cliff. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but braille works really well with the Mac. I haven't had any problems with it when I have used it.
0: What so about the cursor tracking? Like does. To the... Figure
1: out how to use. You know, Does the cursor um,
0: follow what VoiceOver is saying if you choose to use voice with it? Because me, when I use a Braille display with my phone or my Mac, my Mac, I turn VoiceOver off. What, what am I going to use Braille for if I got the voice in my ear? That's the right, point of it for Right, me, that works, anyway. yes. That okay. works. You, you can
2: still do that, yes.
0: And to be clear, for anybody who might not have ever used a Braille display with any device, you don't turn VoiceOver off. You mute speech, correct? Yes. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. For For anybody who's... Using the Mac, you know, a year, six months, two years, you're probably, you probably haven't even scratched the surface. But the one thing I will tell you, and John, I'll tell you the same thing. If you're coming from that other platform, which I have to use for work, so I get the the commands mixed up all the time, so I have no choice. But if you're planning on making the Mac your full-time machine, and you're ready to just dump Windows, my suggestion is to, is to get it out of your house. Because if it's in your house... And you get frustrated with what the Mac and you can and cannot do. You're gonna always run back to it to save yourself, and that's not something you want to do. You want to learn the Mac. I've been using Mac for some just shy of 14 years now. I didn't get familiar or comfortable enough with my Mac until I was probably five years in. I I finally dumped Windows after five years. I wasn't. I didn't have a, a PC in my house, but I did have an intel john that you could still load up the infusion on and have a virtual machine but now I, i i haven't used mac or app or windows in almost six years now in except for work but as for a personal device mac is worse at as they say how do i switch
1: from app to app that's one question and instead of going to minimize whatever whatever close is there a command key to just close each window command in an app 10. or
0: i was about to say in man in, in an individual app or the whole app everything so like if you want to close the whole thing command q is what you want okay and to go from app to app is command tab And if you want to switch between windows within an app, so like say you got seven pages open in Safari, you want to use command, no, is it command? Command accent. Or Mm -hmm. is it control? No, control is to turn the pages, so yeah, it's command accent, which is right above the tab key, to go between windows. If you want to um, go between tabs or turn pages, so to speak, it's control tab, That's a weird one, because most Mac keyboards only have a control key on one side of the keyboard. I'm lucky enough to have one that has a control key on both sides, and if you have the extended Mac keyboard, you do, too. But people who are using a laptop layout, there's only going to be a control key on one side, so that I mean, it... you don't have to reach across, I would just use my thumb and index finger to, to do control, tab, but to turn the pages and th- that works the same way in any app actually so if you are in an app and you want to go between and you got different pages you want to turn um... uh... you know versus a tab then you can just use c- control tab um, I use it a lot in mail um, because I'm, I am I go between like three or four different emails when I'm trying to copy and paste information but but yeah between apps is control tab Um between windows is con- Command. command... I'm sorry between apps is command tab between uh pages with air or um windows within the app is command accent and to con- and to turn pages it's com- control tab that- again if you have any more questions concerns want something demonstrated want to know how to do something it's support at stirred up.com or support at ttjtech.biz that's b-i-z and remember stir is spelled with the U S T U R I T U P. thanks for joining everybody and have a good one